0: Listening to the TLC football podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Pete Carroll's in win now mode.
1: (laughs) No, he's not. not. Welcome to the TLC FP Short. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando.
2: I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at cderlin53. I'm Tyler Savaitinaya. You can find me at
0: underscore Swavage underscore.
1: We got a little grab bag of topics for you today on the short. Uh, let's start off with what is probably the biggest news, at least in relation to the Chiefs. And then we'll get to the biggest news in relation to news. Uh, the Denver Broncos may be getting sold soon. Uh, Tyler, what's going on there? The Denver Broncos may be up for sale soon.
0: Well, they're currently still under the ownership of quote-unquote other quote-unquote, underneath the ownership of Pat Bolin. Uh, It's really his estate since he passed, has been taking it over. There has been rumors that they've been looking to sell over the last four seasons, but never really entered into talks. Um, It's been really, really quiet on that front, but right now, as of right now, today, uh, which is Wednesday, uh, or Thursday, uh, right before the Thursday night football game, um, they've been talking about it all day that uh, the Broncos... uh, Estate, the estate of Pat Bowlen, has entered into talks with four different bankers, um, looking to to interview them to see if they will help in the sale uh, of the Broncos football team. Really no other information is available about that. I don't know if they have really any suitors, uh, but Sportico currently has the Denver Broncos valued at $3.8 billion, making them the number 11 uh, team out of all thirty-two, um, so they're really highly coveted. They're in a state where players want to be. It's lower mm-hmm. taxes. It's not necessarily low, but it is lower taxes. The cost of living is relatively low, um, and obviously, weed is legal, so that's going to be big. President said they have favorable laws. Teams. <laughs> uh, and Denver's—it's not like it's not like most midwestern cities. I mean, it's very comparable to kansas city it is cold but players typically don't have to spend too much time there in the winter once the season's over and they don't make the playoffs so they get a, they get out of there a little bit sooner anyways That's um true. you know but there's outside of that there's not really a whole lot of information they're still looking for suitors i think they probably have a couple in the bag ready to jump on it but uh, they're still looking for for somebody to help them uh, uh move along the sale
1: yeah, obviously, there's not a lot that we, uh, us three, can bring to the table when it comes to this new story, uh, because we are not rich. And, actually, you know, i
2: actually buying the team.
1: Oh, uh, Caleb's, Caleb's buying me. football cards really paid off yep. uh, in big ways, I guess. Sean
2: I- Watson, thank you for nothing.
0: I can kidding. add in a whole $11 to... to I can eat. get 12
2: 12. <laughs> that will go great next to my 16 <laughs> Hey,
0: Denver Broncos,
2: give us a call. <laughs> we would uh, manage
1: your football team at least slightly better, I feel. That's probably not true. We'd but make sure I that like they lose true. to Kansas
2: City every year, that's for sure. That's hey, true. We would get a better quarterback. If I owned a football team, I think they would, they would probably kick the Chiefs' ass. 'Cause I would it, just trade the house for Patrick Mahomes and they would true. say yes. That's true.
0: As long as uh, as long as you don't keep uh uh John Elway
2: employed. I will exactly. give up my next twenty five years of first round draft picks for Patrick Mahomes, and we'll win six <laughs>
1: That's a no. I, I'm not saying yes to that. No, I'm the truth.
0: I, I guess that's that's a big point of of contrition when when you bring in a, a new owner, they typically want to clean house. We obviously saw that with David Tepper taking over the Carolina Panthers, but they are a fairly young franchise. They haven't been around all that long uh, comparatively to the rest of the league. Um, Can, if you bring in a new ownership group, fan-wise, legacy-wise, and seeing him, obviously he's in a presidential position. It's not a GM position, even though he probably has quite a bit of say in what happens when putting a team together. Can a new ownership group outright get rid of John Elway coming in brand new.
2: Yes. And they should,
1: they should. Um, I and think yes, we can. talked about this a little bit before the show. It's probably if they, if that happens, it probably ends up looking more like Caleb was saying a mutual parting of ways or John Elway resigns quote unquote, Yeah, uh, which I think is probably what would have to happen if they were to get rid of him is it's one of those situations, they could straight up fire him, but I don't know if straight up firing him would be like, I don't think the, the fan base would jump hundred percent on
2: board with that. The people with the money can do what they want
0: you're, you're not wrong, but again, you've got to worry about the fan base and from the other side of things, you know, we talked about, you know, uh, an agreement to have John Elway leave that dude doesn't want to leave. Like he played his entire no. career in Denver. He didn't play anywhere else. As soon as, as soon as his career ended in Denver, he stayed in his house. He owns car dealerships. Like he's not moving out of Denver anytime no, soon.
2: He's not.
0: Uh, so the, the next point of contrition on that is, you know, you're going to you're going to have to force him to leave. He's not going to mutually agree unless he's part yeah. of the ownership group that that joins in and then he steps back out of that role. And that And that it could be, be something bit.
2: that he like takes on a role where he's not actually making decisions on the roster. Like you can keep him around but he is not good for football operations. Well
0: I mean that's true but that's also what a president of football ops does. I mean you look at um who who's the who's the chiefs Don, Don Donovan Mark Donovan Mark Donovan Mark Donovan, Mark Donovan. Mm-hmm. Mark Donovan doesn't have any say out, above the GM. He doesn't have yeah. any say at what, what that does the, so maybe the titles
2: the titles are the same but Mark Donovan and John Elway definitely do different things. I would agree
0: yeah but maybe keep him in that position and force him to say you know what no more football stuff if you want to be here you're taking the position of mark donovan and strictly focusing on the business aspect which he's not he's also not out of tune of you know obviously running multiple businesses of his own yeah
1: yeah and that's something he definitely could do i think that would definitely be kind of a good underhanded way to you know terminate his position if you will but um or, or terminate John Elway with the company, but at the same time, you, you don't actually. Uh, you just kind of you just sweep him away to a different corner of the room, and just kind of leave him over there. and And most of your average football fans uh, won't know the difference or won't care. I think it also think be that could be
0: the case. Interesting to think that. You know, we obviously they they probably have a few potential buyers or buyer groups, but I would not be surprised to see John Elway either. I I don't think he has enough money solely to do that, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him as part of an ownership group, whether it be in a large portion
2: or a small majority. I agree. I think he could definitely end up being a majority owner of this in a group.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also with with the with the new ownership groups, relocation is sometimes uh, discussed, but this feels like about a zero percent chance of that with the Denver Broncos. Too big, too big a brand. Though we said that with the Raiders and the Chargers.
2: I highly doubt that Denver's moving anywhere. The Chargers
0: were a little shocking. The Raiders have moved. The Raiders. This is their third or their fourth stop in the NFL. They started in L.A. since the
2: the 80s, I think. So Raiders, it was kind of like the city. I mean, Oakland was just it was falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the Rams as well.
0: Bad. They started in L.A., went to St. Louis, back to L.A. Back. So, so the, the teams that have moved outside of outside of San Diego are now the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, wasn't really surprising. Um, and it wasn't too surprising when the Chargers did it as they didn't have or what felt
2: like a lot of support from their city. They have no fans. But that in
0: Denver. Yeah, that's, there's no shot that happens.
2: No, no, I, I would wholeheartedly agree. And that would be devastating to the whole franchise. I think
0: it could be devastating to the NFL to move Denver out of Denver
2: or the Broncos out of Denver. It- I mean, they'd probably end up expanding the NFL and then put another team in Denver. (laughs) Honestly, that would probably happen.
0: (laughs) Maybe, maybe Uh,
1: another uh, one of the bigger, I think, at least the bigger news news story was Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards getting suspended for for what was it? Three games being
0: stupid without pay,
1: without pay. uh, pay. uh, Tyler, you also know more about that story than I do. Uh, What are the specifics on that? And how stupid was it?
0: Uh, really, really stupid. So at the beginning of the season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had released that they were 100% vaccinated. I believe that they were the first team to release that they were 100% vaccinated. If not first, they were the second. So they were up there uh, and they stood on that platform for a really long time. Now we know Antonio Brown has a history of not paying his chefs. Look back at the Super Bowl party where he owed roughly 30 to $50,000 to a chef for all of the, All of the tailgating that they did. uh, Didn't pay that guy. uh, Ended up in a lawsuit. I think that's still undergoing. um, But he had an in-house chef uh, where texts went back and forth from Antonio Brown to his girlfriend and his girlfriend to the chef um, where I guess the girlfriend had asked the chef to if he could get Antonio Brown a fake vaccination card. Um, he replied that he'll look into it, gave him a price. Uh, he came back, and Antonio Brown already had a Uh, fake vaccination card. He he apparently showed it to the chef. Um, It then went into investigation as each team did their own quality control over this, uh, over the whole thing. And then they sent those into the NFL. So nobody really did any background checks to see if they were fraudulent, which is, uh, I think that's probably a story in its own that needs to be investigated by the NFL and each team individually. Um, But yeah, him and him and Mike Edwards ended up having, Having fake vaccination cards that they that's what the NFL has said after investigation and they are now suspending both of those players Antonio Brown I don't know how big of a loss that is he will have missed a total of nine weeks if he returns after the three game suspension if he doesn't that's I mean I mean who knows if he doesn't play out the rest of the season that's double digit games that he missed I think that's 13 in total um yeah. <laughs> that he would you know 12 or 13 uh Mike Edwards I I you know we sat here and said that it's maybe not that big of a loss because we didn't feel like he was that big of a player. And then you check his stats and he gets, he's averaging roughly around 50 to 60% of the defensive snaps. He's a special time, small role player. Um, So yeah, it's a, it's two big hits for the team. If both were playing.
2: Yep. Uh, Antonio Brown just keeps inventing stupid ways to miss games and lose out on money. What an
0: idiot, man. Like, I, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, the, the, the rules for the NFL aren't you have to be vaccinated. Like, there's no league in the world no. that says you have he to be could have just
2: not been vaccinated and his job probably would have still been there. Pull
0: a Colby. I mean, there's plenty of guys in the league. Cole Beasley's one of the main ones that that has an out the most most prominent about not being vaccinated. And and there's plenty of guys in the league that are not vaccinated and don't speak about it. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Don't speak about it. And, you know, if something happens, you know, the Aaron Rodgers situation. He didn't have a vaccination card. He was not uh, vaccinated and he's not being suspended because he didn't lie to the NFL. He just lied to the media.
1: Yeah. Uh, really, really. I mean, I I'm not stunned. I can't really say that I'm stunned at Antonio Brown having a fake vaccination card. I mean, the man got frostbite on his feet during uh training camp with a team that he ended up not playing for uh, about, Two weeks later, and what then
2: a weird
0: injury. Just so many different <laughs> things have happened with him. He it make a fake sense. helmet,
1: and now he's got a fake vaccination card. So, not not the most surprised there. I fake helmet, the helmet things, helmet honestly,
2: that even was even crazier. If you're
1: being honest, it's less harmful to other people, but yeah. it's weirder.
2: <laughs> Man, frostbite, um, the helmet yeah. thing. The
1: actual sexual assault allegations, or at least like harassment—I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something. Uh, It was
2: assault. It was assault. Yeah. It was. It was. If if true, that would have put him in jail for a while.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that got him cut from the Patriots. Yes. Which Um, man we forget about Antonio Brown's three-game stint with the Patriots? Yeah, we do.
2: That was such a weird time. And what what um, a weird, what a weird time. Brady is just keeping him around
1: apparently so apparently so uh, and he's you know he's catching touchdowns which what else what else do you expect from antonio brown i guess even after all this uh what was uh what was what was story number three we we're gonna talk about i forget oh there was a, a small one uh adrian Peterson, adrian Peterson. remains is just by by the skin of his teeth in the league uh the yep. seattle seahawks picked him up uh it was was it
0: just a practice squad it's kind of the
2: practice squad um uh, probably is Pete Carroll in win mode now Now mode? No. Um, No, I think he's on the practice squad. Probably will end up on the fifty-three man eventually, but
0: I would expect Adrian Peterson to hit the 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 main roster if not before Sunday, uh, before the next week's game. They just yeah. don't have it. They don't they'll have probably, anybody. You got Alex they'll probably Collins, be activated by the by the Chris, beginning of next game. Chris Carson's out for the rest of the season. Like they they don't have anything, and they're trying to make something out of it. I'm not really sure why. This this
1: has big Antonio Brown or and not Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's not retiring for a long time. This has big Adrian Peterson retires in like March. Energy doesn't it. Do you?
0: More than likely. I really wish that wasn't the case. I feel like he's still – I don't feel like he has a lot left to give out on the field, but I feel like he has a lot more than what these teams are, are allowing him to do. I do. Um, it, it Just he, – he's also got to be in the right situation, and the right situation is not somebody who's looking for a
2: 39-year-old running back to be Johnson their lead the rest fumble. of the season. He also needs to not fumble. He fumbled with Tennessee.
0: I, I, was it once in one game? Yeah, like twenty-five carries. <laughs> Man didn't play for seventy-five percent of the season.
2: It's true. Don't fumble.
0: <laughs> Both are
2: excellent points. You just you hold on that. to the ball. That's. You didn't it. say that about Clyde. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wanted Derek Gore to play over him. You're yeah. It's weird. <laughs> don't fumble.
0: So hold yeah, on he to is. Ball. That's all you gotta yeah. do. Per Ian Rappaport, he is on the practice squad. But like I said, I would expect him to be on the full 52-man roster. If not Sunday, then he'll be there by next week.
1: Yeah, I think he – I can see him playing next week. Um, Will he do anything impactful? That remains to be seen. (laughs) But I think he'll be on the 53-man. And he'll probably get a couple snaps because I don't think – The Seahawks love the idea of Alex Collins and DJ Dallas.
0: I'll be honest. I think he's better than them. Like if Cam is going to say that he is not the 32nd worst quarterback, listen, if Cam is going to sit there and say that he is not the 32nd worst quarterback, and he's clearly further down on the depth chart out of any of the quarterbacks in the league right now. uh, I I don't think Adrian Peterson is clearly not the 32nd best running back in the league, but there are so many running back by committee teams I think he would work perfectly fine. Hell, send him to San Francisco and play with the 49ers in Levi Stadium where they use 90,000 different running backs in a season. I guarantee you he's going to hit on more games than the rest of those guys do.
2: My fantasy team says that's not a thing they should do. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) Elijah Mitchell is my only
2: hope at a running back. (laughs)
0: Well, it's not going to happen this year, but it could happen next year.
2: I I would love to see AP in San Fran, though.
0: Um, I know we did not release a podcast uh, over the bye week uh, or, or over the early this week, but there were some, some crazy things that did happen over this last week. I feel like we should cover uh, after, after getting demolished by the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys go out on Thanksgiving and get ran by Derek Carr and the, and the Raiders in overtime.
1: That was such yeah, a weird, weird game. Like, what, 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 what is anything this season? I, I have no clue. Uh,
0: Michael Gallup was their leading receiver, uh, obviously. CD and I, I guess, I guess that's the only thing that we can say is like Amari and CD were both out. Michael
1: Gallup's their number fair. one, and they still hung thirty three on
2: Vegas. But the Cowboys with Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott and Michael Gallup's not a bad wide receiver. Cedric Wilson also not like they shouldn't be losing to the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders are literally in shambles. They're in, they're an in NFL team hell right now, and they just lost to them in OT. Look,
0: Dallas has Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, and they still only rushed for sixty four yards total between three guys, including Dak. Like,
2: yeah, how does have how does a that good happen? offensive line. They have a good yeah. offensive line.
0: They have a top five offensive line. They always do. It's Dallas. They know how to recruit and scout offensive linemen to be there for a long time and play at a very high level. How is this, the team that you're going in with down, uh, albeit down your top two receivers still go in and have two guys with over hundred yards receiving, not including, you know, your tight, your 19 tight ends that you throw out there and you still can't get the job done against a very bad Raiders team right
2: now. Also, how are you going to claim to have the defensive player of the year, in your secondary and Hunter Renfrew goes for eight for one thirty-four and Deshaun goes for three when hundred and two with it's a study.
0: Diggs is not actually a good cover corner. No. I tried to say it when it when they played the Chiefs. I tried to say it. He just played yeah. against incompetent quarterbacks. Derek Carr is not one of those who is incompetent. He's not
2: that physically talented, but he's well, not necessarily that, incompetent. If you throw that man the ball, he's catching it. Like
1: yeah, he's he has great ball skills, he's great. but he's not a I, mean, I mean coverage man. He's he was a receiver.
0: Like he's got the speed, yeah. he's got the footwork, like he knows how to catch a ball when it comes his way, but in in terms of like you said lane in pass defense, it's not there.
1: Yeah. And who knows? I mean corner play is so weird and year to year. He could come out next year and genuinely be a solid cover corner, but this year he isn't. He just isn't a good cover corner really. Um Hey, eight interceptions in the NFL is still ridiculously impressive that that's it, super rare for a reason, especially for a rookie. It's a lot. But at the same time, like it, it, he's not like a Deion Sanders or Marcus mm-hmm. Peters, like no. don't oh, no. throw to his side of the field kind of guy like be careful because he will pick you off if you throw him a bad ball. But I mean, your guys probably gonna be kind of open
0: um one other thing uh big thing the colts obviously played really really well they've been playing really well over the last few weeks they only lost to the bucks by a touchdown after leading for Late. a large portion of the game yeah. uh one thing that we covered a few weeks ago as tennessee was eight and two and they were looking to go on the stair. a.j brown now hits IR. Julio's on IR. Obviously, Derrick Henry's on IR. They're starting to lose. They've they've been losing everyone. I think they now have over ninety uh, active players on their roster throughout the season. Which let's uh, let's that's just ridiculous. say
2: that the Tennessee Titans' offense's best player is now Ryan Tannehill. <laughs>
0: that's
1: true.
2: You're not wrong. So <laughs>
0: it's
1: not a good place to be. But but not after
0: talking moment. about how bad the AFC South is. If the Colts continue to go the way they are, even if Tennessee loses the rest of their games, we could have two playoff teams come out of the AFC South.
1: See, I, it depends. It, it, it depends on what happens because the AFC is still pretty stacked right now. I don't disagree,
0: but they still have it, in the they, hunt. they still have the Jags, the Dolphin, the Dolphins, and the Texans to play. They could lose it obviously the Niners and the Steelers. I was counting those as losses. The Dolphins, we don't really know what they are right now. Their defense looks a lot better. Bring Count that as a loss. You've got a win. I, they're going to beat the Jaguars. They have to, right? It's the Jaguars. We're and then they the also Jags, have man. the Texans, who they <laughs> lost to. I don't see them dropping two games to the lowly Texans. You, you do that, that's two wins, that's ten wins. You may not win the division, but we're seeing two, guys, two teams come out of the AFC South. No, it definitely
1: could happen. The Colts have played a lot better uh, over the last number of weeks. They've looked much, much better. Which I thought they might because they're the, the early part of the schedule was really tough. Uh, and I thought, you know, they're losing these games fairly close. They're not getting blown out or anything. They're not embarrassing themselves. I thought they could play well, and they and they have. They they definitely have a chance. They're in the they're in the running, as is almost the, all of the AFC.
2: Also, the Chiefs can tie their record this week. It's true. That is true. And and the
0: Niners are only a game back from the Rams and the Rams have been playing very poor since since signing OBJ and losing a little bit before that, too. A little bit before that. But OBJ curse, you know, coming in Um, San Francisco is only a game back from the Rams. Uh, That's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, I I don't know where the Vikings sit that that one is an intriguing to me as well.
2: The Rams have disappointed lately
0: so bad. Very, very much. The, the Vikings are, are sitting a few games back behind Green Bay. I don't see them overtaking that. But the NFC, like we had talked about previously, the the NFC is like wide open after the, a, a couple of teams.
1: It is. You have your few teams at the top. I still think Arizona's fine. They've just been hurt in, in key positions. Packers are really good. Uh, And then honestly, honestly, like right now, I think after that, it's anybody's game. Yeah, you might rank the Cowboys, the Buccaneers ahead of a lot of these other teams. But even those teams like haven't looked at nearly as sharp in the last handful of weeks as they have. Cowboys lost. Is it three in a row or three out of four? Three out of four, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the Buccaneers lost two in a row and and then they've won a couple since then. But nonetheless, they haven't looked quite the same. Uh, it's going to be wild because even in the AFC, like the team that you might argue is, is the the team that's in the front as far as record is, is the Ravens. And they can barely beat the Browns and Lamar Jackson through four interceptions.
0: And it's not like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have a very easy schedule coming up.
2: No, they don't. They, they have still have to
0: play. One. They have a real tough one. They've still got to go against the Packers and the Rams. They still have the Steelers twice, which that's one of their, one of their games this week. Um, they've got the Browns one more time, which they clearly played very, very close. Uh, and then they've also got another division rival in the Bengals. Like what are, I, I don't think I foresee Lamar Jackson throwing another four picks in a game. I don't know. He hasn't really looked all that good. And Michael Vick is running laps around him because Vick's arm is 10 times the arm that Lamar's has ever been and ever will be. Uh, Yeah. But that, I mean, even that, I I don't really trust them. I don't foresee a team, regardless of the record right now, really outpacing the Chiefs for the number one seed in the AFC. And who thought we'd be saying that after the first half of the season that we had?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's wild. I, the one team that I really trust in the AFC is the Chiefs right now.
2: I Which... agree and um, there's I don't think there's another team except for the bills that I think can can contend for the number one spot uh, late in the season. And they have not looked good either. They haven't, but that's just like that's like the only team that I can see just turning it around and clicking like the Chiefs did.
1: In fairness, they did blow up the Saints on Thanksgiving. Not close, but still, that's <laughs> the Saints.
0: It, it's Saints a- was out, Alvin Kamara. And, that's uh, true. He's been out for quite a while, too. When the hell is he coming back? He just got downgraded to out today. It's just yep. uh, it's yeah. wild.
1: Hey, look at that, guys. It's another short going kind of long. Uh, a tradition <laughs> unlike any other here at TLCFP. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Field underscore Lando.
2: I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at cdaryland53.
0: I'm Tyler Savatianaya. You can find me at underscore swavage underscore. Find the
1: show on Twitter at TLCFP. Hey, guys. It's uh, it's going to be the home stretch of the season here. Stay tuned. We're going to bring you all the Chiefs uh, all the time and the playoff stretch and hopefully the playoffs themselves uh, looking more and more likely, I think, for the Kansas City Chiefs. As always, go Chiefs.
2: Go Chiefs.